Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here. It's Jesse Nelson. We're at Conduit Coffee. What's happening, Joseph? Uh, How's still, your day going? I'm still drinking this iced coffee. Is it a good? From last time. A week or week eight, nine, yeah. ten days? New experimentation. Yeah. Uh, brew iced coffee and then let it sit. And chill. I mean, it's still cold. <laughs> That's amazing. We've discovered. <laughs> old school Pyrex is incredible. Some, someone is probably doing cold brew and then sticking the cold brew in like bourbon barrels like the actual cold brew in bourbon barrels i know people put green coffee in the yeah, bourbon yeah. Barrels. that certainly happens and in wine barrels i don't know what to think about that that's a whole another subject that's not at all what we we're intending on talking about no but, but i think it kind of leads to it because what's really fascinating about that and i don't really like the coffee itself that much it's a little gimmicky yeah. but what's fascinating about it it's the green coffee that absorbs mm-hmm. those flavors and it makes it through the roasting process mm-hmm. and so that's why storage of green coffee is such an important factor and why you know we have these expensive green bags that almost all especially coffee comes in now because keep that stuff fresh it just will absorb everything it's true uh a couple shows ago two three shows ago we talked about um how you can get into like drinking good coffee that kind of thing making right. a good coffee at home but what would be the next step so you probably have customers like this they they buy your coffee they make it at home maybe they, maybe they make it in a chemex and they just kind of have their regular routine maybe they get different coffees from you every now and then and get to try things out but what where do they go from there like what's what's what is the next step on the journey oh boy i mean that's a that's a tough decision I mean, I think that what's what's so cool about coffee is there's really endless areas to get into if you want to get into coffee and get the coffee knowledge, you know, from all the all the cool stuff with agriculture and brewing and barista and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think knowing more and getting your knowledge, like just kind of finding what you really love about it. And I think brewing is one of those cool things that you can actually do at home pretty sure. easily, and it affects your affects your whole day. Um, you, you can cer- I mean, yeah, you can certainly read a lot and watch videos and that sort of thing. Right. Um, I like pushing people to trying different brewing methods, even if you like you're really happy with one. Totally. I mean, if you have a good setup and you feel confident with your grinder and stuff like that, I mean, there's ways that we talk, you know, like we said before about making better coffee with a scale and a grinder and you know, mm-hmm. some techniques and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, just experimenting with different different brew methods is really fun. And then I think finding other coffee companies, mm-hmm. places to drink coffee, other other yeah, cafes I mean, I, and styles. And that's what's, yeah, I, we have a great experience here in Seattle with uh, La Marzocco Cafe mm-hmm. um, with their rotating roasters that are coming through there every six weeks yeah. with their totally different brew methods. And, and that's no, that's really that fun to observe. Uh, I, I wonder how many just like regular casual coffee drinkers are like going there all the time and seeing every single change and being able to see just how like they've been there two years now, something like that. Yeah, two years. And um, so 24, to, well, 20 to 30 Roasters have gone through there. I don't know, maybe some of them have been longer than a month. So yeah, like twenty to twenty-four or whatever. I mean, every single one of them has been completely different. Mm-hmm. Not just in how the coffee tastes, but in their presentation. Yep. To and they have a style, attitude, all different that sort machines. Of they brought the mod bar out there, you know. Or they yeah. have the, the PB3 or whatever. Like, yeah. It's really yeah. It's really cool. Cool places to try coffee. Yes. Um, so yeah, obviously trying different roasters. I think uh, events like finding. I mean, so one of the things that you do, which I think is is awesome, that uh, I'm surprised few other people do it. Maybe because it's difficult. You've got your open house every week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some I, people have cafes. 
Yeah, but it's a little bit different because, I mean, yes, you, you people can get a cup of coffee here. Right. But... I mean, we're in a unique situation with it, but... That's true. I do, I do kind of, I am curious at why there aren't more open houses. I think there's, there's a real phobia to people giving stuff away. Yeah. And, and people can come here and learn a lot. I mean, you were telling me, right. just through your experience of, of sharing, like, the triangulations with, yeah, I mean, half the time I come here and do those, there's someone new who's never done that sort of thing yeah. before. And we had, uh, I mean, just really this previous cool. Tuesday, we had three new people off the street that saw our sign and came over, um, and two of them live in the neighborhood. You know, so those are new customers, and they come in, and they, they know that we're here, and mm-hmm. it's also a good place to you know, find us. So, Yeah, open houses are fun. Events like that, I think, yeah, every roaster pretty much, especially the cooler roasters, have public cuppings, you know, mm-hmm. at least once a, once a month, if not every week. Um, Stumptown, I think, still does theirs every day at 3. Yeah, um, cuppings are one of those things, like, I'm not sure that... I'm not sure that I recommend that to every single person. No, but that's what I mean. Like, there's so many different ways to engage yeah. in coffee. Yeah, that's like one of those, how far do you really want to take it? Right. Because certainly some people will be... <laughs> well, yeah, so is this long list of equipment we have here. <laughs> I mean, that's just like, okay, like, what What do you brew? If you brew on a Chemex right now... Right. I, I, I'd, honestly, I'd point you to a Kalita Wave. Totally. And what I love about the Kalita Wave is it's darling, and it's one of my new favorite brew methods. And yeah. I really recommend that for cafe accounts and stuff because yeah. it's metal it's super easy to yep. and consistent that sort of thing I've been I've been diving into the V60 but it um, I, I'm hesitant to recommend that to new people just right because it has so many variables to it I just I, I, yeah I totally agree I I think if you have a blade grinder then I would I would stick with a V60 though that's the only thing for beginners just because you, you you can get it, it works better the, with a fine grind. It's the fine grind yeah. consistency issue yeah. with the blade grinder. So the yeah. cheapest decent coffee setup would be a blade grinder and an acrylic V60 for yeah, that $15 would, total. That would be pretty cheap to as start. Much as you, still need, you still need a gooseneck kettle, though. It's true. With like a flow rate meter, flow meter on it. Not e- uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to get crazy about it. But you can't, you can't freaking brew a V60. You can't slosh a saucepan no. into a V60. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Aeropress is a really fun one if you want to like get into experimentation. I love Aeropress for that exactly, yeah. and come up with different recipes. And I, I I will make three different Aeropress recipes mm-hmm. in a day when I'm making little cups by myself because every every cup is a little bit different. Yeah, make it over ice, and we talked about that. I, I do exactly think like nine days ago, uh, one of the most uh, that's true. <laughs> one of the most uh, like supreme ways of of just getting more into coffee is learning how to describe what you're tasting. Right. That's like... That's that, where the cuppings are nice, because it kind of forces you to into that. But it's, it's even something... I mean, it's game. something you can do at home, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's just a practice of, of tasting and then trying to connect that right. with something that you so can So that's the other area. I would say go online and look at resources. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on videos on, on I'll, I'll YouTube. Link, I'll link to my guide on that, too. Yeah. So um, we, should maybe, we maybe do a show on that sometime. Right, but there's also like the, the tasting wheels that you can get from SCA. That's true. And I think those feel a little daunting to. I mean, I guess it's fun. But to they're look the at. words to look for in coffee. That's true. You know, the the counterculture tasting wheel. If you Google search that, I do um, like that one. Yeah, they it's it's amazing. They're a really cool company in that mm-hmm. regard, and they made beautiful tasting wheel that actually I think it I, I pointed out as a way to help people taste coffee because it's oriented less about the science like the SCA wheel and more about the, the key flavors that you're tasting mm-hmm. um, and kind of getting narrower. So you know, practicing that stuff. And uh, 
Don't I'll, be afraid to be a connoisseur. <laughs> we did we did talk about that before. Oh yeah, uh, that was if, that was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, it was fun. I think if 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 you want to go to that length, I, we did have some comments on it. I don't know if I brought. Did, did we talk about that? No, uh, I can't remember who. I'm just remembering off the, off the top of my head that I did get some email response. Um, nice. But uh, the one that sticks to my mind People is she really I, identified herself as like an enthusiast. But again, it was, she didn't she didn't agree with the idea of being a connoisseur, um, but she identified with being like an enthusiast and right. liking to explore and that sort of thing. I think that that when you're when you're at a certain point where you can start talking about the taste of coffee, like you're approaching that. I mean, just just yeah. from the aspect of being like knowledgeable in the matters of taste of coffee more than almost everyone else in the world totally but maybe it's a relative thing anyways it's a yeah semantics call yourself whatever you want all right but don't be afraid to be a connoisseur well said sir uh i did want to i did want to bring up the espresso thing because to me espresso has been one of those things like if you really want to get into coffee yeah like learn how to make espresso because i think it's one of the hardest things to make consistently totally um to a high degree right and you need like can i drop a bombshell right now please i think espresso is the most overrated brew method that's fair why (laughs) you can't say that and leave (laughs) that's unacceptable sir we'll sit here in silence for the next for the next 10 days (laughs) well of 10 days of static waiting for you to answer this question if necessary um, just what you're saying. I mean, it requires, first of all, espresso was never made, never as a method was never developed to make the best coffee. It no. was developed to get people back to work. Yeah. You know, get as fast caffeine and sugar and milk into the workers' bodies and systems as fast as they can yeah. so they can go back to That's work. That's true. Yeah. You don't want to sit around and make a Chemex, mm-hmm. you know, and do all this stuff. So it's just like high pressure, high steam, you know, and just like automate that and get it out. So it was never meant to be. And there is some amazing coffee. Um, that we've sort of developed and created roast profiles that go with that. And now the new generations of espresso machines are really focused on some of that quality and making delicious coffee out of it. But just like you're saying, it takes so much skill and so much knowledge and so much consistency. And it's, it's It's such such expensive equipment. Exactly. I mean, to make a good espresso, like baseline at home, I think you need a budget of like a thousand dollars to have a decent machine and grinder. And that's, and that's a lot of money to spend for a cup of coffee. Right. And to learn how to steam milk and do all that kind of that. I mean, it's so much knowledge and practice. I mean, you really yeah. just have to do it, you know, in order to get an even tamp every time. You really have to just do that for years. Yeah. And just figure that out and just kind of get into it. So I just think it's a very overrated. Also, it's very, it's sometimes it's difficult to taste the coffee. And I don't think it's necessarily the best way to showcase coffee. And I feel like we put a lot of effort into making sure the coffee tastes good as espresso and which requires all the equipment and grinders and all that kind of stuff. And then it yeah. doesn't necessarily um, taste as good drip. Um, and as a roasting philosophy for our company, for Conduit, I feel like we want our coffee to taste really excellent as drip coffee because that's how most of it's going to be consumed. You know, I mean, we have to use, obviously you sell a lot of our espresso blended stuff to mm-hmm. cafes. What percentage of your, going off on a, <laughs> to almost like another episode here, but uh, what percentage of your business would you say ends up just being brewed versus espresso. Do you have a, an idea of how that... Oh, let me think about that. Okay. I mean, we have a lot of our businesses subscribers. Yeah. Mm. So I would think that most of those people are yeah. brewing coffee at home. Um, I would think that there's probably a higher percentage of pour-overs than average. I do, I do um, know a couple of people who've gotten the Coffee Lover's Box um, made their coffee as espresso. Yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely some as well. Um, yeah. 
I, I have an espresso machine now. Yeah, so I mean, I would say the majority of our customers probably drink their coffee brewed. Mm-hmm. But I, volume-wise, I mean, ca- big cafe accounts that are brewing it through espresso yeah. take the cake for sure on volume. That's true. Anyways, I mean, that's a whole other interesting conversation. Yeah, totally. Episode about espresso. That's right, I was going to write down a couple ideas. Um, Anyways. Um, so yeah, become, getting getting more into it. Yeah, I think it's so just much. about. I think honestly, I so think it's about connecting holes. with the community. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you get more right. into coffee is connecting with your local coffee community. Totally, and there's a lot of good Facebook groups for these things for the throwdowns and stuff like that. So I would look at those in your community. Check out out check here out we have the Washington State yeah. uh, Barista Guild hmm. Facebook group. Um, Active. Yeah. It's really fun. I'll um, also check out Meetup. Um, yep. There's Seattle Coffee, Coffee people Club. People are really good people. Meetup is huge. They're dorks and they're nerdy and they have a lot of fun yeah. and they get a lot of beer and food donated to them because they're hipsters. That's right. Um, and that's what it takes to get free food, right? You have to be <laughs> <laughs> I suppose so. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, this brew has been delicious, actually. It's uh, yeah. I'm really happy with this coffee. Yeah. And All and uh, just to wrap it up, I do like it both ways brewed and then in the cold wave yeah and then on ice and i also really enjoyed it like last week too i mean it tastes good a week later (laughs) a week a week later Uh i really do want to i really do want to try the directly into the cold wave thing but anyways thank you for listening catch you in the next one yep you have been listening to coffee lovers radio please subscribe rate and review on itunes Support the producers. Check out Coffee Lovers Magazine at coffeeloversmag.com and download our app. Also get yourself some fantastic coffee from Conduit Coffee at conduitcoffee.com.